Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap execs about recent important news with their companies. With us today, I'm happy to have him back again, Bernard Turian, Chairman CEO of HPQ Silicon Resources, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol HPQ. For those of you who are new to the show, HPQ is almost anything but a resources company because they're planning to become a vertically integrated uh, solar-grade silicon metal producer with the goal of manufacturing solar cells. That sounds like a big talk, but more than just lip service. They've recently secured $5.2 million in funding from both the Quebec government and one of their strategic partners. They've got a world-class uh, tech team with Pyrogenesis Canada, which is a global leader in plasma quartz technology, and Apollon Solar, one of the world's leader in renewable energies. Uh, if they achieve their goals, their process will reduce capital costs and operating costs by significant amounts and provide them with a big competitive advantage in the marketplace. Here to talk about the latest, the company's latest press release, Bernard. Welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Hey, Bernard. So the press release we're talking about today, it sounds mundane. It, you, most people say, okay, what's the big deal? You've extended an agreement. Uh, with one of your partners regarding, you know, the, your, your your technological process to produce, uh, you know, solar-grade silicon metal. But what what this press release was chock full of was a, a massive Q&A, and a lot of it was pretty technical, so I just wanted to kind of add a little flavor, a little layman's to it if, if we can. The first question is this. Um, the, your quote at the beginning, and I'm going to read this as, anticipated results from the mid-2019 commissioning of the PureVap uh, pilot plant motivated the extension of this agreement with Apollon. So what are these anticipated results from the 2019 commissioning? What, do you, what are you looking forward to? What do, you, what do you guys see? We feel very comfortable that we're going to be producing 4N with low boron in one step. You know, It's probably not going to be in the first port or second port, but we will be producing that, you know. And... That's enough. Um, I think I've said it, uh, Peter of Pyro have said it many, many times. Um, our ultimate goal is to try to go as high up as we can go. But as been saying, uh, with the advantage of having Apollo on board immediately is we can, from 4N, we can start to be a massive, um, you know, force for change in energy transition towards solar power. Now, because this press release was entirely focused on Apollon. You also, you know, I want to dive a little deeper to them where you mm -hmm. actually say Apollon was the final piece of the puzzle uh, in the creation of this world-class technical team. Now, question, is it possible that going into your pilot plant this summer, you're going to find out that you're going to need more pieces of the puzzle? Or how, or said another way, how confident are you that between yourselves, Pyrogenesis, Apollon, you have you know, that, that, that final dream team in place? Okay. Well, I feel very comfortable that we have the dream team in place in the sense that, as Apollon has clearly stated in the press release, 
um, they're one of the few people that have their, you know, that have expertise in two, in two opposite world world that don't really talk, which is the one to make the silicon metal, the solar grade silicon metal, and then one to make the solar cells. And what's going on is there's a lot of evolution done in the, in the technology over the solar cells. Okay. And what that implies is sometimes with the same material that you had two years ago where you could do XYZ impurity, you can now do more because of the way you play with the architecture. So that's a completely other domain of expertise, which, you know, usually manufacturer of solar grade silicon metal, like we are aiming to become one, um, don't have that expertise. So that allows us immediately to move forward. Um, and that fundamentally de-risks the, um, the project uh, significantly. Uh, your follow-up question to that was what additional step? My answer to that was be more, more what step will we remove, okay? Um, as, I, as I've stated and as Peter has stated, you know, P Peter still thinks that we can go to higher purity in one step, and I, I do believe that, and, but I, I think as, as I've stated in the past, um, we are not a, a pure R&D company that's going to do R&D until the end of our life. Uh, my aim is to have a project or have um, multiple rev potential revenue streams developed from the concept of going from quartz to solar grade silicon metal. We've identified multiple different markets that we can attack, but we are focusing more with Apollon on the solar one because it's a big market. Um, and as we've said, you know, the numbers we've been playing with are the worst case scenario. And as we advance, we've basically refined those numbers. Fact is, we feel very comfortable that we will get 4N. And from what we've discovered from, you know, this work, this exchange, my learning on the industry is that we're in a much better position um, than we thought. But it will need that I go out and talk more to uh, people involve energy transition as opposed to people involved in resource. And I'm glad you said that because one thing I noticed about the press release was that it had some pretty technical discussion there. In fact, that's why we're doing this beyond the press release for that very reason, because a lot of people at home will not fully grasp, you know, the, the implications and importance of what you said. But I thought to myself, you know, this is very technical. And this is beyond just a public company's dissemination of information. It seems to me like you're now almost switching gears, or at least for this person, really switching gears to speak to the solar industry, to the renewable industry and the players in that space. Is that fair to say? Am I reading too much into that? No, that, that's exactly what happened. Um, we've, you know, I think some people have seen that we have our interviews, which are very specific to when we issue press release, we have discussion. And I've met people also see I've done other interview. Um, the aim for, for me is to pivot away from resource company where I'm one out of 2000 saying I have the magical ingredients going to save the planet Earth to a we do have it, but we are actually developing the process. So I'm eliminating i think one of the biggest risks that resource company have which is um what they call social acceptability okay my technology isn't deposit specific it isn't right it, it's very flexible that's what we've discovered okay i can play with low grade material to make one market market so 
what we've done is de-risk. One of the expression that Peter uses, you know, a part of Genesis is that there's multiple tables. I am not, everything is not centered on one pivot point. I have multiple legs to my table. Um, so I'm not like, I'm not like a resource company where one drill hole can, you know, as somebody said, one drill hole will make you a billionaire and one drill hole can basically make you poor. That's not what we have. Resource plays an important part of it. Without the natural resources, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. But instead of us spending the money to delineate a resource, to, because in any type of industrial mineralization, okay, the values always comes from how you transform it. So if you become dependent on doing a JV with somebody to help you develop, if you design a technology that's going to cost $200, $300 million to put forward, then you're at the expense of the buyer, right? That's the one thing I've been going away. I don't need to have an off-take agreement. You know, we don't need it. Just be careful because if you succeed as much as you're planning on, you may have other companies coming to you and say, hey, can you take our raw material and convert it's it into high purity? <laughs> you may become that gatekeeper. No, it's been happening on a regular basis. Right now, it's mostly quartz people that come and see me. Uh, but okay, that's not my pro if it's not my property, you, you have to pay me to do the work, and I have to figure out where it fits within what are our big picture. But eventually, one of the information that's been out there from the results is, you know, if we make 4N, it's, it's funny because in the industry, uh, there is, a, a, I believe now, an erroneous belief that for n there's no market for it. First, we've demonstrated that's not true because we've seen market for it. But I understand if you're a company that has a billion dollars of sale, a uh, small market won't move the needle. But for a company like us, sure. they can significantly the needle. So this is why we're bringing about you know, th this evolution. And the idea with this press release was to start to get people in the solar industry to start at least taking a look at us, okay? Um, I understand that their first reactions, no, it can't be done. That's always the way it is. I understand that there's going to be that, that point of view, but you have to start approaching them when you're in the timeline to start producing the results, start producing the materials, start producing the solar cells, start showing how much, how much you can do, you know? So, well, and that's interesting you addressed that because the GM from Apollon actually said, uh, that the pure VAP is totally different from the traditional processes that transform quotes into metallurgical silicon. And I was actually gonna ask her saying, hey, is that a risk at the end of the day? Is being different a risk? Or at the end of the day was, you know, Apple was different and yeah, people had to catch on to it. But once they did, you know, it changed the industry. Um, I don't foresee it as a risk because um, where we are similar is that we're producing silicone belt, okay? We're producing silicon metal that has a higher purity than anybody else for the same price. Nobody's done that. Now, what's going to be the implication of this? Um, and this is very technical. Those are those things I've learned in, in a few years I've been involved in the industry is that a standard metallurgic grade plant, only 15% of its throughput, maybe 20%, is pure enough to be used in uh, Siemens process and everything else. So you have to cherry pick the best material to send it there. And you have, to have, you have to prepare it and everything else. A lot of waste. In, in our case, we don't have to cherry pick. Our material is going to meet immediately the purity symptoms. 
There's another thing which I haven't discussed, but we've had those discussion is what's the impact that our materials could have on a traditional process like a polysilicon manufacturer? Well, maybe a polysilicon manufacturer that can, in his process, do 6N, okay, will now be able to do 9N with our materials as feasible, okay? That, so that is an additional revenue stream. I, that, this is what I'm looking at. I, I do yeah, not... that's great new information. That's awesome new information. Well, it's, it's actually, it, it came off of the exchange I had with the guys at Apollon. One of the main reasons why everybody focused on, and that's, and that's one of the key points I want people to understand out of this, okay? One of the main reasons that the polysilicon or solar grade silicon metal prepared a chemical way became the by default processing weight of making it to start the solar wave. Okay. One of the things that Jed mentions in the article is it shows the incredible price of electricity. As price of solar grade as solar, as the price of solar grade silicon metal goes down, the price of solar energy goes down, demand goes through the roof. But Polysilicon was never the most efficient process to do it. It was designed to make electronic grade material for, um, for, for computers. It was designed for that. It was just adapted and it made sense because people were willing to pay $100,000 a ton at the beginning. Nobody cared about the $2,000 a ton material that was the metallurgy grade silicon metal. Nobody gave up. Right has, but we're not there. <laughs> we're, we're at 10 bucks. A spot selling price is below 10. Suddenly, that little piece of sh shitty material you come in is your biggest. There's energy and there's that material. And nobody has looked at that side of the equation. Nobody. All right? So we're perfectly timed in the transition. There has to be a transition to a different process. How is it going to be? Who's going to be the winner? We don't exactly know. But in the race to do it, starting from quartz, we're the only one in the race. Bernard, I got to tell you something. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Now, that's going to take a little bit of time for the market to digest, believe. And that's going to need me to have my Gen 3 operational start doing. This is what's happening in 2019. So it's the right time for me to start approaching people so they can throw tomato at me first. And then after that, come and try to eat my salad I'll make with their tomatoes. But does having, uh, does having Apple on as part of the dream team also significantly help you break through the, on the marketing side, on the selling side, as opposed to just being HPQ and Pyrogenesis, two companies from Quebec, which is great to me, but to some solar company in the U.S. or in Europe or in Asia, they may say, who the hell are these guys? But well, you add Apple on, on Apple on solar to that, and am I right in assuming that that breaks through the barrier much quicker than if Apple on wasn't on the team? Well, yeah, because at the end, Apple on is going to help us take our material and make solar cells out of it. Okay, um, so if, they, if if they're going to make solar cells out of it in the solar business, you start to be serious once you start making solar cells. Okay, <laughs> it's silly to say. And it's that transition. But these these guys have done it once in a different type of process. Okay? Yeah, they so we, we, we gain from all that expertise. They have all the network and everything else. I've said it many, many times. I don't think the I don't think the market understand it or the market was skeptical about it. But I basically said it, it's gonna cut about five to seven years in our R and D development to go in the solar field, solar business. 
So it's ve it's very very important. It brings credibility. I'll I'll give you an example. We issue you know HPQ Pyro. We issue regular press release on on the PureVap, and if we get a small engine on you know the 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 big viable which is PV Net or P not PV Buzz because PV Buzz can even it's a great one. PV Buzz is a great site in Canada, but a, there is a there is an internet international one. Well, I just saw through one of my eagle eye investors that sends me email about articles. Um, but somebody retook our question and answer and made an article out of it. Of course, their title has nothing to do with the heck we talked about, but the key point is this, the name of Apollon, the name of HPQ, the name of Pyrogenesis is in there. That's all we want. You know, there's a massive market. There are people walking in the street. There are young millennials that are walking in the street demanding a change in the way energy is produced. And we are part of that change. So we just got to figure a way to reach them and, and get them to say, hey, guys, it's being done. Hey, when that time comes, let's face it, social media, you know, that's the way you go. You're going to locate young millennial solar advocates, show them what you got, you know, talk to them online and, and away you go. So I'm, I, got, I was going to say something earlier. Bernard, I got to tell you, this is the most calm, calm and confident and you've been quite calm and confident in our other interviews, but it seems like you've gone to another level now, and I like that. I'm just reading between well, the lines. I, I, because I, if we're heading towards your pilot plant, you know, this agreement with Apollon, you're feeling really comfortable and really confident about what you guys are doing, and that's fantastic. What I will say is I've come to realize that through serendipity, our timing is darn good, okay? Um, it's just, and people are not catching on to this. It's just economically impossible, okay, for the even the new plants that are built to continue to operate in this environment when you they're, have an all-in cost. Of, they're losing money. Yeah, they have. Well, they have all-in cost of fourteen dollars a kilogram, and they're selling it for what nine, ten? Maybe they sign, and so they so they need long-term contract. The problem with a long-term contract is eventually it starts to adjust toward the price of the spot price. Okay, sure. because the reality is, spot price is just for excess production and balance and everything else. So it's not really it's not really the selling price. It's just the spot price. Um, but as contract comes to the end, the buyer, because the guy that makes the sell. He doesn't want to pay the big price. He's going to try to squeeze. So eventually, you get into a position where, okay, where am I going to get the next saving? Where am I going to be able to get the material? Who's going to be able to survive to do it for me? So in the next two, three years, as we go through Gen 3, and as we start planning Gen 4, and it has, because the beauty with Gen 3 is we can start to officialize more the, 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 the internal numbers that we have about the profitability. So I feel much more comfortable. I feel very comfortable about the multiple legs that we have to generate revenue stream. Okay. Um, so it's going to become clear as we move forward. And that's literally what happened is I'm, it's like everything else. We, we, you know, we finished the goal spinoff. It's out of the way. Now the goal company can start working on, on delivering the same, which was impossible for us to do. But the same thing for us. Like we can focus on, I can focus on, okay, where are we going with this company and the technology and everything else? And I'm in energy transition. Okay. But I'm not dependent on one deposit. That's, that's the biggest issue with resource companies. It's always a Hail Mary pass. 
And geologists will always tell you before what's well, the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then they'll explain to you why there's no bread. <laughs> well, I'll end it off with this. What you said about how the next two, three years is perfect timing, all that. You know, you would expect that from a CEO of a small cap company. You'd expect that. And I always say third-party validation. And what I loved about this press release, this Q&A, is that you had the GM say, uh, and I'm going to read it here, if there's a conclusion, it is evident that very soon a new low-cost pathway to make SOG, a solar-grade silicon metal, that can produce high-efficiency solar cells will be needed. Pure VAP being developed by HPQ and Pyrogenesis is coming to market at the most opportune time. That's, that's Coming the- from Apollon, that to reinforce what you're saying, should provide everyone with a great deal of confidence that you are definitely on the right path because they're just not going to put their name to something that's, you know, short-term promotion, promising a Hail Mary, this is Apollon Solar. So I got I to gotta say, Bernard, I see where your confidence is coming from, and uh, this summer is going to be pretty exciting. It's – I wouldn't limit it to this summer. Okay, I wouldn't, As a first step, yeah, of, yeah no, for sure. The next it's gonna be, it's starting. It's going to move. It's going to get more and more exciting. Um, and, you know, we're going to keep moving. Right? Well, I know we're going to have you back. I think this is like the 20th interview we've done. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell everybody at home, especially the, the, the old the old guard, they know this. They've been watching this. They're with you all the way to the new people. Knock on wood. But every interview we do, we haven't really taken any steps backward. There have been some stalls and you know just some reformulated things, little things. But for the most part, you've been moving this ball forward. And I give you your... HPQ team and your partners, a great deal of credit. Thanks for being here today. And, uh, you know, we're in April right now, so it's not going to be long until we have you uh, back on for the pilot plant. And I'm presuming you'll probably have some kind of news again uh, in between that to have you back. But thanks for being here today, Bernard. You're welcome. You've been watching Bernard Turiel, Chairman and CEO of HPQ Silicon, the company trading the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol HPQ. Now, for those of you who need more information, do the due diligence, get to Agoracom. Punch in the company's name or stock symbol. Get to the profile page. We've got all the information neatly summarized there for you in digestible chunks, understandable layman's terms, so you can wrap your mind around it. Watch the most recent three or four or five interviews with Bernard. I think given what he said today, I you really want to get you, up to speed. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, Bernard. And, and go to our website. You might notice some change. Ah, that's right. And we'll talk about that next time. But HPQ Silicon's website has made some great changes. And that's thanks to its uh, new media partnership with uh, PV Buzz. PV Buzz, who, and, and you know, I'm critical of, of collateral information most of the time because most people just don't do it right. But PV Buzz has done a fantastic job there. HPQSilicon.com, get there and take a look at the information. You see what's coming, do your due diligence. And we'll see you next time.